it's all for. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My bad, dog. My bad. I had to get my coffee. This video ran short. But fuck it. Short, fast, skinny, and tall. We do it all around here. Appreciate you joining in. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member to the Wake Up Show right here on the Coach JB Show every morning, 6 to 8 a.m., 1 to 4 p.m. Pacific. We're here. With the heavy hitters. All things football in the morning, man. We're going to talk some NFL this morning. I got a lot of things to talk about, breakdown, and etc. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Bet on all things football. Tomorrow night's Thursday night game. We'll prep, prepare today. Also, uh, we got Friday college, Saturday college, Sunday NFL. And uh, we got some London games to discuss. All that right here brought to you by betonline.ag. Also, go over to canadipscbd.com, get you some canadips. Uh, we got it all, too. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Go get you some, send me a receipt. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Use the receipt, send it to me. You got a chance to win you some free merch. Uh, bikini signed by the great Sarah Blake. And some whiskey and some books and posters. So you can win a uh, raffle. Just do it. Uh, Chris Dill, what up, man? Appreciate you, Chris Dill. Chris Dill's always showing love. Um, what a day. What a morning. Wake your ass up. We got a uh, quote of the day. Let me get you started with the quote of the day on the ticker below. If you want to make your dreams come true, the first thing you have to do is wake the fuck up. Real simple. If you want to make your dreams come true, the first thing you got to do is wake the fuck up. People don't understand. That's not very hard to grasp, but it's very hard for some of you to fucking do. Blows my fucking mind. Wake the fuck up. That's the first thing your ass got to do before you do anything. And then you make your bed. Make your fucking bed. Start the day off with a goddamn goal or something. Um... Today's show, uh, Matt McChesney will join us at the 1 o'clock show. Um, 
We're going to talk all things football and everything else. Uh, his Colorado Buffs and UCLA blowing them out, like he said. And then uh, we're going to get into who's the next coach at Colorado. Plus, we're going to talk a lot of other things and who's real and who's not. We're going to break that all those things down. So appreciate all you guys. Yes, without the alarm clock, Chris Dill. Don't let an alarm clock be the only reason you wake up. Um, make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. We had a record in here yesterday. I think we had like 499 people in here or some shit in the morning. So I was on TikTok. They won't even let me go on TikTok. They banned me on TikTok every morning um, that I go live because um, they don't like me, dog. They don't like me. I don't have a platform that's... uh. That, that, that is for me. We need to make a platform for me. I heard it's, what is it, Humble, Rumble, Bumble? Some shit. I heard some shit. Is it Rumble? I don't know. I don't know who it is. Uh, yeah, TikTok's a bunch of young fucks, dog. They're a bunch of young cats that come over here. I'm just like, damn, fucking young cats. Um... Uh, Appreciate everybody joining me, man. Uh, we're gonna get into some football shit. I gotta. I'll, I'm gonna break down some things in here, man. In a few minutes, uh, I'm gonna break a few things down, man. But um, is it Bumble? That's the that's the new platform that's kind of competing with YouTube. I thought it was Bumble. I don't know. I thought it was Humble or something. Shit. I don't know. Fuck my my team's been hitting me up about going over there. Um, so I don't know who the fuck it is. Isn't it Trump's fucking deal? I thought it was Trump's rumble, Hector. Rumble. There you go. Fucking bumble. I knew it wasn't fucking bumble. It's rumble. Um, yeah, rumble. There you go. Um, give you a couple updates. Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard's out with an ACL tear. All right. He's an out. He's out with the ACL tear. He is done. Um, Miles Garrett suffered a shoulder sprain, some bicep strains after the wreck. He also, I guess, suffered some lacerations and bruises. Um, he has no fractures or broken bones. He did pass the concussion protocol, but his timetable to return is unavailable. Um, how the fuck did he pass the protocol so quickly? And did Tua. So did Tua. Didn't Tua pass the test the other day after falling on his motherfucking head? I'm going to show you that and break that down here today. We'll have a good little show for you this morning. Um, I got to get out of here a little earlier than normal in the morning. I got to go shopping and get some shit done before the afternoon show. I got fucking everything going on. Um, Clay Matthews announces his playing days are over. I know he hasn't played since 2019. A lot of you guys might have fucking forgot about him. But he never officially retired until yesterday. Uh, he played 11 seasons, 10 with the Packers, won a Super Bowl in 10 uh, with my boy A.J. Hawk. He was selected to six Pro Bowls and one All-Pro selection. He had 91 and a half career sacks, 520 tackles. He hit the quarterback 200 times and forced 17 fumbles. Is that Hall of Fame worthy? Is Clay Matthews Jr. Hall of Fame worthy? And uh, any of your any of your estimations, I don't know. 
Uh, I think he is. Uh, he's pretty damn close, if not. Um, but he had a good career. Tua is struggling to get back. Uh, he's got back pain and ankle issue. Uh, but he's planning on playing Thursday night against the Bengals. Tua stated his back pain on Sunday made it hard to throw the football. Uh, the game Thursday night is in Cincinnati, and the Bengals are four-point favorites. The Bengals are four-point favorites. That is what shocks me a little bit. Um, so, very interesting, very interesting. Um Um, let's see. Hold on one second. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And my time. Um, Mike McCarthy, quote on Cooper Rush. I want you to hear this quote because apparently uh, Shady McCoy also has came out in defense of Cooper Rush. Um, if we got the video, we'll find it later on. But I want to I read you this quote. Mike McCarthy, quote. Well, he doesn't get rattled, head coach Mike McCarthy said of Cooper Rush. After the victory via the team's transcript, he's the same every day. Very consistent. But yeah, he's playing good football right now. I'm glad to recognize him for it. He's given us the boost we need just to keep playing on offense. He's giving us the boost we need. Very interesting. Very, very interesting wording. All right? Very interesting wording. He's giving us the boost we need. He's not saying he's giving us a boost. Um, it says we need Shit, very interesting. Um, Cooper Rush is 3-0 as a starter, 2-0 this season. He's an undrafted quarterback. Joins Roger Staubach and Jason Garrett as the only Cowboy quarterbacks to win their first three starts in their career. He's also the first undrafted quarterback to win his first three starts and throw for 750 yards since Hall of Famer Kurt Warner did it in 99. So, um, very interesting. To top it all off, he's the first quarterback since 19-fucking-50 to win his first three starts while throwing for 200 yards and 60% completion percentage and a quarterback rating of 90. He's got a quarterback rating of 90, by the way. Um, moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson is looking forward to returning to Philadelphia on Saturday. The Eagles are a six-point favorite. Do you think Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence can win the AFC South and shock Philly, the number one team in the power rankings this week, in my opinion? Um, if the Jags beat Philly, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> then the Jags are for real. The Jags are for real if they could beat Houston. I'm just, I mean, if they could beat, uh, if they can beat Philly, uh, I'm just going to tell you. If they can beat Philly, the Jags are for real. And if their defense continues to fucking climb in, uh, and, and shutting folks down like the Chargers and, and the Colts, I mean, this fucking defense is balling. So I'm very confused on what the, what the rate, what the, what the Jags got going on. Um, 
Give me one second. We're going to pull up some videos, and I got a bunch of NFL power rankings plus team QBR I want to break down to you. And I'm going to show you some video today, and I'm going to get with uh, Dan Orlovsky, and I'm going to see Dan Orlo- I'm going to show you Dan Orlovsky's uh, breakdown of Derek Carr, and I'm going to correct some things or agree to some things with Dan Orlovsky. And we're going to try to get Dan on the show this week. I'm working on it. Um, but give me two minutes. I'll be right back. Number one, Lamar Jackson Shit. won the MVP. Lamar Jackson's had no issues off the field. He's been he's been great in the community and all those things. Okay, um, let me get a quote of the day. It's ticking on the bottom of the thing. I didn't even say it. Separation comes from preparation. Make sure you understand that separation comes from preparation. There's a reason they put that film contract in Kyler Murray's fucking clause. And it clearly showed last night. I pointed it out, even though it's one play. Well, I could have pointed out uh, 20 plays. And it is clear that him and the head coach are not on the same wavelength as far as calling plays. Because if they were, you'd have a completely different schematics going on. They were in quads on that fucking play, by the way. To the left. He's a right-handed quarterback. Everything's fucked up from the jump. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into all that. But Lamar Jackson is is a great kid. Human. Perfect kid you want to represent in your, 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 your organization. All right, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back. I had to get my fucking dogs. Um, I know Florida's having, uh, I know I talked to Sarah. They're having, uh, you know, obviously hurricane and shit. And... Uh, so hopefully they're okay out there in Florida. I know my boy Steve Mack is on the show this morning. We were prepping the show, and that motherfucker, I heard that shit howling uh, through the microphone. So I'm like, shit. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, he might. Dan Ardosky might. He's he taking heat, man. He passed it forward, though, to Jimmy G, stepping out the back of the end zone. So... Hey, he's a fear. He's a freed man. All right, here we go. NFL Week Four Power Rankings and Team QBR. Tommy Durden. Make sure you guys become members, man, because like, like I said, next week we're doing members only chat, and then the rest of the uh, show will go live later on. Um, NFL Week Four Power Ratings Rankings and Team Quarterback Rating. All right, I want to give you this. Number one, 3-0 and Dolphins are first in QBR at 81.5. All right, 81.5 QBR. And let me break this down. I want to show you, first of all, this Tua clip, okay? I'm going to show you this Tua clip because I want you to see this. And if anyone in this room has any medical history or played football or understands human physiology or biomechanics, This is why the slap in the face to the public, even the novice fan, okay? Even the novice fan. This is a complete slap in the face to tell a motherfucker this is a back injury, okay? (laughs) I've had back injuries, and I know the difference. But take a look at this. I want you to see. He hit his head, okay? Okay. He just got shot from the fucking top of the fucking uh, grassy knoll. 
That is not a back injury, okay? You, you don't have this happen when you have a back injury. I'm sorry. You don't get up like that. See how easily he got up? If his back was hurt, he wouldn't have got up like that. That is completely a concussion, and he is completely fucking concussed. And whoever thinks that is a back injury is absolute fucking moronic. Like, how fucking dumb do you got to be to understand that that's not a back injury? Okay? Isaac Lords. I guess he's the one dumb one that thinks that's a real thing. <laughs> that motherfucker Isaac Lords said he snapped his neck. Then he'd be fucking dead, you fucking idiot. He'd be fucking dead if he snapped his neck. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker. Isaac Lords, I think, has taken uh, Eddie Manyweather over for being saying the most, the dumbest shit in the chat. I think he has taken Eddie Manyweather over. I want to put that as a poll question. Has Isaac Lords taken over for Eddie Manyweather saying the dumbest shit? That is the new poll question. Make sure you guys answer it. I think uh, Isaac Lords is the dumbest motherfucker in the chat. But he is a member, so he's the dumbest member by far in the chat. <laughs> God bless your soul, Isaac Lords. I didn't know you can bounce back from a snap neck. Holy fuck, some of you just talk. The Dolphins are 3-0, QBR 81.5. Tua clearly got concussed. He got cleared. I don't understand how. I don't understand what the investigation showed. Uh, I'm very curious on this whole thing. And I told you guys the other day, dog, I think Miami is turning into the new New England Patriots. Spygate, Scapegate, Flat, Inflategate. Everything's going to be gate. It's going to be Concussion Gate, CTE Gate. It's going to be Isaac Lord's Retard Gate. It's going to be all this shit. That's what it's going to be. They're turning it into it. They're turning into it. And you know what? Kudos to them, dog. If they're going to do it and win, fuck it. They'll be the new Belichick and Kraft. Um, you know, they fired fucking Flores. They fucking snuffed that under the rug. They've got some other shit going on. Shit. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, two and one Bills have the third best QBR at 77.3. All right, 77.3. The Ravens come in at second um, with 79.3 QBR. That is, you know, Lamar Jackson, 79.3 QBR. The, the shocking one is Green Bay. Uh, they're 2-1 record, but they're coming in at QBR of 49.1. 49.1. Very interesting. The Bucks have the 18th best at 46.9 QBR. And my question is this. I'm not a stat that guy. I'm not a fucking... I'm not into that shit. How much is a QBR, a translation of truly good quarterback play? I'm, I'm very, very curious to get your take. This QBR bullshit. Is very relatively a new thing for me. Is QBR um, 
Does it translate to good quarterback play? What you see on the field, do you think the QBR at the end of the day is what really translates to good quarterback play? I don't. I'm not a real fucking believer in QBR, okay? Because Derek Carr had a great QBR last year. He's fucking horrible. He's fucking unbelievably horrible, all right? So I don't believe it's good because the Chiefs have the fourth best at 76. Um, The Eagles have the fifth best at 74.7. Uh, the Rams have the 13th best at 51.1. By the way, all those teams are 2-1. and one. The Eagles are the only team with the Dolphins at 3-0. and oh. So, you just saw Tua, okay? You just saw Tua looking like he got shot from the grassy knoll. He has the highest QBR, 81.5. Let, let me show you and prove to you that a QBR is, means deadly shit. He was 13 of 18 for 146 yards. And he has a QBR of 81.5. The Dolphins won the football game. So, if you think 13 of 18 for 146 yards is balling in the NFL, you're fucking a moron. (laughs) It's the fucking NFL. It's not high school football. 13 of 18? I could go do that right now. So, uh, I'm very curious on the QBR take. Uh, We'll see. Week four. I want to break down something for all you NFL stat dat geeks and all those type of things. Week four, top rookies to look for and who I think are the top rookies in the NFL right now. I'm going to start off with my West Coast uh, USC alum, Drake London, who a lot of people hated on, and I said this motherfucker's a big-time guy, and people thought he wasn't. Drake London, Atlanta Falcons receiver, drafted eighth overall to USC. I think he is leading the way as a top rookie right now. Um, I think that Olave uh, could be the best receiver in the draft, but I think that Jameis is struggling to get him the football. So... Uh, you know, I don't know. Garrett Wilson, uh, also the Ohio State uh, wideout, drafted 10th overall. Uh, he was actually taken with my guy, Jermaine Johnson and Calvin Jackson. Um, Calvin was actually released uh, later on. Um, he is balling. Garrett Wilson is absolutely out of doing things out of his mind uh, out of Ohio State. He's having a hell of a year. I got him at number two right now. Sauce Gardner for the Jets. Uh, drafted fourth out of Cincinnati. I got him at number three right now. Jalen Petrie out of Houston, uh, the Houston Texans corner, drafted 37th out of Baylor. I got him as my top four rookie. Derek Stingley Jr., the other Texan corner, drafted third out of LSU. I got him in the top five. Um, I got the Jahan Dotson kid out of the, the receiver uh, out of Penn State. He's balling for the Commanders. Um, I got him in there. Trayvon Walker, the Jacksonville Jaguars outside linebacker, the number one uh, guy out of Georgia. If you haven't watched him, he's balling. He's giving the Jags a, a lifted energy, sideline to sideline linebacker that can run hat, side, uh, hash to hash. He's doing a great job. Abraham Lucas, the Seattle Seahawks O-tackle, the Washington State cat that was drafted. If you haven't seen him, um, he's balling. Aiden Hutchinson, Detroit Lions. I didn't know if he was going to be a mediocre guy or was he going to be the next Bosa. 
uh, or J.J. Watt. But you know what? He's showing me some things on hard knocks. He's showing me some things through the first few games, even though their defense is absolutely atrocious. Um, he's showing me a few things. So I give it up to him. Aiden Hutchinson's number nine for me. Devin Lloyd, Jacksonville Jags, other outside backer out of Utah. Pac-12 kid. Um, he is doing a hell of a job. Jacksonville got some good pieces on defense, and they fucking look like it. They actually look like it. Jordan Davis, the big old freak out of Georgia, the big uh, D-tackle uh, playing with Philadelphia. I got him playing at number 11 right now as the rookies. Uh, top rookies. Number 12, Martin Emerson, Cleveland Browns corner. Drafted 68th out of Mississippi State. Um, he is doing well. Zion Johnson, San Diego Chargers O-lineman out of Boston College. Uh, a lot of you guys probably don't know O-lineman, but that that is one. Uh, the kid Abraham Lucas at the Seahawks is one. And the next kid I'm talking about, even though they're on a horrible O-line collectively, the Braxton Jones kid out of Southern Utah, D1 FCS, uh, for the Chicago Bears is actually playing very well, if you haven't seen this kid. But the, the Justin Fields is horrible. The, the, the Chicago Bears O-line is horrible. Um, so just, I'm just breaking this down. Cater Kahua, all right, Miami Dolphins corner. He was drafted uh, out of he was undrafted out of an FCS school, Texas A&M University Commerce. All right, good Division two school. Um, they're not an FCS. They're actually a good Division two school. Um, undrafted kid playing well for the for the fucking uh, Miami Dolphins. So wanted to bring that up to you. Now let me get into this uh, Sterling Shepard injury, man. I know a lot of people are talking about it. OBJ tweeted about it. Um, a lot of things going on. My question to you, turf or grass? 16, 16 stadiums have real grass. Nine of those have Bermuda grass. Four of them have Kentucky bluegrass. Two of them have, uh, I think it's called Deso grass. And one has a combo of different grasses. Okay. Of course you would say turf, Isaac Lords. We just said you're the dumbest fucking person in the fucking building. So we know you'd say anything against the grain because you just want to talk a lot. Fucking retard. Shut up. You're fucking stupid. So here's what it is. The NFL stadiums that have turf and which ones have real grass. I'm going to break down the playing surfaces for in each NFL stadium. Arizona Cardinals, State Farm Stadium, they have Bermuda grass. Haven't seen as many knee injuries, hip injuries, or pulled hamstrings on that particular stadium's field. All right? 49% less, less than Atlanta Falcon Mercedes-Benz Superdome filled turf core stadium. 49% less Knee injuries on the Arizona Cardinal Bermuda Grass Stadium field compared to the Atlanta Falcons Mercedes-Benz Superdome field. How about that shit? Take that and put that in your stat deck. All right? That is very interesting. Even though Isaac Lords thinks, let's have turf. Yeah, that's why we're fucking... Number one. Number two... Concussions are at an all-time high on turf, just so everybody's out there is clear and understands this thing. I know you guys all have fucking resumes that you can prove otherwise, but I'm just telling you the truth. Turf causes more more fucking uh, head injuries. 
Turf causes more knee injuries. Turf, turf causes more ankle and foot injuries because we get stuck in the turf. The turf doesn't give. And we end up turning our knee, our ankle, and everything else. So turf is a huge problem. It's been a huge problem. Even though we want to say we're, we're upgrading this, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, we're, we're upgrading this. This grass, fake synthetic grass looking shit that looks like grass, but it's turf. Even though we've upgraded it, it's never going to be grass. You can't fucking make fake grass. So, you know, I just want to, I want to show you a couple things. I just want to make sure you, I want to clarify a few things. Um, overall, okay, overall, I want to, I want to, I want to clarify something. Overall, non-contact injuries. Players have a 32% higher rate of non-contact knee injuries on turf and a staggering 70% higher rate of non-contact foot and ankle injuries on turf compared to grass. Now, that is a stat, literally a real source, okay, coming from NFLPA.com. Cite your sources if you fucking ever want to talk to motherfuckers. Um, that is a systematic review published last year, okay? Evaluated about risk of ACL injuries in football and soccer athletes, by the way. So, very, 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 very much higher injury rate on turf. Than it is on grass. But I did my due diligence last night. Now I wanted to break down a few other things. So Atlanta Falcons. 49% higher than Arizona Cardinals. Who play on grass. Okay. Baltimore Ravens. M&T Bank Stadium. Plays on Bermuda as well. The same as the Arizona Cardinals. Buffalo Bills. Highmark Stadium. A Turf Titan is the name of the grass. The synthetic turf. And there is a 36% higher injury rate at Bill Stadium than at the Ravens Stadium that plays on grass. What do I know, dog? What do I know? Isaac Lords. So the Ravens who play on grass have a 36% chance, less chance than getting injured than those who play at Buffalo at Highmark Stadium on turf. Interesting stats here I'm throwing out there. Here we go. Carolina Panthers, Bank of America Stadium, they play on field turf. Okay, Field turf was the first thing they started making that started being equal to grass in, in, their, in, their, in their mind. They wanted to say that, that we're, we're equal to grass and all this shit. Well, it's not equal to grass. And Chicago Bears Soldier Stadium played on Kentucky Bluegrass. Very, very fine, short grass. Has a 41% less chance of getting injured than the Carolina Panthers Bank of America Stadium, which is played on field turf. So, throwing this out there. Now, going over to Cincinnati Bengals, Paul Brown Stadium plays on UBA Speed Series S5M synthetic turf. Okay? Compare the Bengals' turf field 
to the Cleveland Browns First Energy Stadium, Kentucky Bluegrass Field. And it is an alarming 42% less injury rates. 42% less injuries at Cleveland Browns Kentucky Bluegrass Real Grass Stadium than Paul Brown Stadium at the Cincinnati Bengals. Why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about this? I'm very confused. We talk about head injuries and not wearing thigh pads and mouthpieces, but we don't want to talk about the actual playing surface. Like, <laughs> shit blows my fucking mind, dog. It blows my mind. But anyway, I have a shitload of turf uh, stadiums. I'm not going to bore you with all these stats. I have a shitload of stats. And the Raider Stadium, Allegiant Stadium's on Bermuda grass. Um, compared to the Charger Stadium, which play, and, the Raid, and the Rams, SoFi Stadium, played on, it's called Helis Matrix Turf, which is the new upgraded best shit ever. And the Raiders have a 31% less chance of getting injured than SoFi. So I'm just telling you, every single one is every single one is right. Every single one is right. Like the Texans on turf compared to the Jacksonville Jaguars who plays on Bermuda grass. The Texans have a 37% greater risk in getting injured than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like I'm curious, I like I'm 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 why is Goodell not talking about that shit? I don't know. Very interesting. Very interesting, to say the least. Um, I hate turf, dog. I fucking hate turf. I can't stand turf. Um, I've never liked turf. Turf slows me down. I was already too slow, so I had to go get some fucking the lightest shoes possible at playing quarterback because you need to have quick feet. And, you know, that's just, it's just kind of what it is. Um, so, who knows what's going on? Now, I'm not saying you can't get injured on grass. We, we've been getting injury on grass our whole life. What I'm saying is the risk is a lot higher um, at these stadiums with turf. And there's only, what, 16 stadiums left with grass. Let's see. Yeah, 16 stadiums left. So half the NFL is, is grass, which I, I'm glad it's half. Shit. I'm glad it's half. I thought it was less than that. So, who knows? Um, but anyway, that's just kind of my deal. I don't know what that is. But listen, I'm going to get into these Raiders. And, man, I, hey, Vin. Vin, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point because he asked if you should become a member. It's only $1.99, dog. Kelton Jacks, JJ, Drew England, all you guys should become members. Alan Franklin, $1.99, dog. It ain't that hard. Uh, Vin said, do I equate turf as adopting to the laziness of the American people? Shit, could be. Could be. But I think America is all about money, and I think it's just strictly number one thing on their mind was money. I don't believe number one was being lazy because it's, it's not a lazy act to install that shit, I'll tell you right now. I was, I've been a part of it. And it is not a lazy act to rip out grass and install turf, number one. Takes a lot, a lot of fucking moving parts and people. So, I don't know about that. 
Uh, I do know where you're going with it, though. I, I appreciate that. But I, at the same time, it's all about money. We're saving water. We're saving grass cutting. We're saving maintenance. We're saving replacing grass. We're saving turning the dirt over. We're saving all these different things. Seasonal maintenance. Now we got stadiums where we just roll the grass in and out. We got we, we roll the grass in and out. Arizona, we roll it in and out. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You know, I, um, I I I don't know. That's just James Murdoch. Much love. Yeah, it, it's just turf is easier to maintain. Maintain. It is also cheaper to maintain over a 10-year period. It might cost you a million up front, but over 10 years, it saves you three, four million. That's just the, that's just what it that is the what the financials show. Okay, because I was involved in this when I put turf at Indy. The financials show over a longevity of a period of time, the money is saved compared to Short term. So that is what it is. And I, I'm sure that's what the NFL does. That's what college football does. So, um, you know, I don't know. I'm very interested on this Eagles six and a half point favorite uh, over uh, Jacksonville. And I'm also very confused on the. Uh, I, I want to see if we can find uh, Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy came out and basically said. Um, Cooper Rush is better than Dak. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, what up? Please hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. On three on me. Hit the like button. One, two, three. Make sure you guys hit the like button, man. Appreciate you. Um, I like the quote of the day, man. Fuck, if you're going to ever do something. Lander, what up? Shout out. Man, we're getting a lot of members, man. The, the show's growing. I appreciate you. Yesterday, we had almost 500 people in here. Uh, in the morning show, so I appreciate it. Uh, later on, 1 p.m., Matt McChesney joins me. We're going to break down a lot of college football. Um, I'm going to get into a lot of college things. But first, I want to break down Dan Orlovsky on the Rich Eisen show last night. Broke down um, Derek Carr. Now, I want you to take a look at it. I want to. Li- I want you to listen to it. I want you to see it. And then I will rebut it. And agree or disagree with it. By the way, I'm trying to get Dan on the show. Uh, I know he's super busy after stepping out of the end zone and the fart. But I like Dan, man. He's a good dude. We talk quite a bit. Uh, here we go. Like Derek Carr's purposefully trying not to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. To it was that way. Wow. Okay, look at this. This is a deep hook by Devontae Adams. And what you get is cover two up top. Now, everything is off this hook defender. If he goes with the wheel route, throw to Devontae. Mm. He went with the real route. Devontae's wide open. <coughs> That's exactly where the ball should go. Not only it's Devontae Adams, but he doesn't throw it to him. All right, maybe right. it's only one clip. Down at the bottom, I have a curl flat. Number one defense that this place stinks against is cover two. Cover That's two. why you have somebody that yeah, sits hook. over the top of the ball. This is cover two at the bottom of the screen. That play at the bottom is dead. Devontae is not only the guy you want to throw to, but that's the person because of what the defense is that you should throw the ball to. Now down in the red zone, Devontae's going to run a quick fade versus inside leverage two man. Cut the split because I got space on purpose. 
The safety really doesn't matter. He wins off the line of scrimmage. I watched Aaron Rodgers throw that ball to Devontae a thousand <laughs> yes, times yes. against San Francisco last year. But he's not even looking over there on third and eight down in the red zone. All right. So let me break down these plays, okay? Let's get to the first one here. All right, I'm going to pause it here. I'm going to pause this play, and, and what, what Dan said was it was a cover two look because we got two safeties on the roof here, okay? We got two safeties on the roof, so it's a cover two look. Number one, my rebuttal to Dan is this. If you kept hearing what Dan had to say, Dan said he's not looking at Devontae Adams. Okay, and if, if Dan Dan Orlowski was on this show right now, I would I would ask him, I would say, Dan, you know as well as I know, we don't look at offensive players as quarterbacks. We look at the defensive player as quarterbacks to show us where to throw to our offensive player. We know what our offensive player is doing. We fucking better. We better know what route he's running. So... Let me explain it to the novice fan. So if my eyes are stuck on Devontae Adams as I drop back, and I'm only looking at Devontae Adams, you're going to fucking throw a lot of interceptions, okay? So I want to make sure we're clear. You're going to throw a lot of interceptions. What we do is we manipulate defenders with our eyes. So I want to move defenders with my eyes. So if I know this is a two-look, which it could be two-man, could be two-zone, Let's walk through it here. Um, see, this is, this is not covered two, traditionally speaking, okay? Because if it was covered two, I just want to I want you to understand. In true covered two, the safety is what's called the flat player. If you see this, this guy goes in motion, Waller, and goes into the flat. We have a person chasing him. So what we call this is two-man, okay? So you see, if it was covered two, the corner, the corner and the backer would exchange responsibilities. The corner would squat. This backer would go hook curl. That's not what's happening. This is a two-man look, and we are getting actual two-man. The corner fell off in what's called man in my zone, or he fucked up. Either way... They did some things that it's a little confusing for the novice fan. But if you understand football, there's the void because the corner in two-man voided his man and kind of fucked this up. So, I'm not agreeing with Dan on this instance. And I'm not, and I'm, you know me, I'm against Derek Carr as far as what I think about him. I don't think he's very good. What I will say is, if you are looking at your offensive player the entire time, you are setting yourself up for failure. We need to read defense. Derek Carr, I believe, is reading the coverage, and I think they blew it. The Tennessee Titans blow the coverage. Derek Carr reads man because we get a guy in motion that goes with him. So he thinks that the man beater now is probably that. And his eyes are clearly on this, which still does not make him a good fucking quarterback. But he checks it down because I believe the defense broke down and ran the wrong coverage. That is what I think there. Number two part of that play is 
The second part about it is if we're not reading coverage correctly, then we'll never know where to throw the football. And that is my rebuttal to Dan. Dan said he's not looking at Devontae Adams. I say he's not reading the coverage correctly, and that is why Devontae Adams is not getting the football over the last two games, which I said he's going to struggle and have the worst year of his life. Did I not say that? So, and by the way, I want to I want to be clear on something. Unless we have the end zone copy of this film, if we have the ins, if we don't have the inside copy of this film, you don't know if Derek Carr. See, I don't know if you can see. See this hash mark right here. See this 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 hash defender here that's running across. You don't understand this hash mark. It's only five yards between hashes. Not a lot of space. I don't know if he thinks he can get this football in there before this linebacker comes underneath and picks it off, okay? And I will say Derek Carr did the correct thing here because he throws it to this underneath drag guy that's wide open, all right? That is the correct decision if this linebacker is playing behind him underneath the curl. So I would check it down here if you don't make the throw on time to Devontae Adams. But Devontae Adams is clearly upset. He's, a, he's, he's showing that he's a prima donna receiver. Okay, here we go. That's why you have somebody that yeah, sits over the top of the ball. This is cover two at the bottom of the screen. That play at the bottom is dead. Devontae is not only the guy you want to throw to, but that's the person because of... See, I don't agree. Cover two, I mean, you can throw a curl in there. You can fit a curl in there. But cover two, ideally... Flat curl route concepts are not ideal versus a true cover two look. Cover two is not a, a flat curl is not a cover two beater. <laughs> so I believe the play calling in this instance is absolutely horrible. Because what should be happening is against this look, I want to break this down. We have a three-by-one set. We got two high on the roof, okay? We got two safeties high on the roof here. Here's a safety up top near the 50, and here's the other safety, all right? So this bat, this nickel cat over the slot is showing me that it could be a two-man look or it could be a zone look, just depending. They're trying to disguise a few things. But watch what happens. This hook curl defender that's over the slot, he's going to roll back to the hash as a summer two safety. Yeah, got the the safety's going to come downhill. The bottom of the so what that, that is is a disguise in coverage. That is a non-traditional cover two look. Even though it looks like cover two, it is a non-traditional cover two. It is a different body rolling to the safety hash look compared to the normal safety actually coming down as a hook curl player. So they, re they exchange responsibilities between the safety and the linebacker, which triggers Derek Carr. Now you see Derek Carr, what is he doing? He's holding his dick in his hand, the proverbial dick in his hand. Football. Football. Um, so the ball should be thrown, but it's not because he doesn't know the coverage he doesn't understand the coverage. So that is the problem. The bottom is dead. What, this, what should this route concept be? Any of you football coaches in here? We got covered two. The concept should be changed on the run. He should run the flat. This curl, this curl route right here by Devante, he should run a fade. This outside receiver, he should run a fade ball. Takes the safety with him, clears it out. Now we have one less defender to deal with, 
and now we have a threat in every zone of the defense. See, we're not running the right route concepts versus the right coverage either. And we're in the NFL. All routes are manipulated. All routes are based on coverage. All routes can be changed on the run. And the Raiders' offense looks stagnant. It looks bad. It's not built into coverage. And if you're going to just run flat curl every time, no matter what the coverage is, you're going to have a shitty-ass season, Raiders. I'm just telling you right now. Devontae is not only the guy you want to throw to, but that's the person because of what the defense is that you should throw the ball to. Now down in the red zone, Devontae's going to run a quick fade versus in. All right. Let me clarify this one for Dan. Two things here. We're on the left hash. It's not, it, doesn't, it seems like a close throw. It, it seems like a close, quick throw, right? And he can get that over there. Derek Carr cannot make this throw. That, that is number one to, to my rebuttal to Dan Norlovsky on that. He can't make this throw. So in his mind, predetermined, pre-snap, he knows he's not going there based on the safety's alignment. So I'm not going to throw that ball because I can't make that throw genetically. <laughs> genetically, I can't make that throw. So, of course he's not going to look at it. Listen to the whole breakdown. Side leverage two man. Cut the split because I got space on purpose. The safety really doesn't matter. He wins off the line of scrimmage. I watched Aaron Rodgers throw that ball to Devontae. Time out. You just said you watched Aaron Rodgers make that throw to Devontae a thousand times. You understand. Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr are two completely different created humans. You do understand that. I just want to make sure we're clear. That's why I told you Devontae Adams is going to have a fucking horrible season. These are two completely different humans. Aaron Rodgers throws that ball off the rip. Derek Carr hesitates. That hesitation is no-no in the NFL. That means you are getting intercepted. Now it gives you doubt. Now I know I can't make that throw. Now I know I'm not Aaron Rodgers. Now I know Devontae Adams is fucked. Now I know I need to come off it. Now I know I need to go somewhere else. There is no way Derek Carr thinks he can make that throw with the safety cheated in between the numbers and the sideline. There's no fucking way Derek Carr makes that throw. So that is why I'm saying no way he makes that throw. And having said that, that's why his eyes are completely off it. That's why his eyes are completely off it. And that is not a great concept. I'm just telling you because there's no pressure on that safety. If we're going to do something like this concept, we need to send somebody vertical at that safety to hold him. Like two verticals with a, or a skinny bang eight post. That safety has no responsibility but Devontae Adams. Derek Carr knows this. So Derek Carr's like, I'm not risking this fucking interception. So that is my rebuttal to Dan. A thousand yes. times yes. against San Francisco last year. But he's yeah. not even looking over there on third and eight down in the red zone. Exactly. But he's I not wouldn't even look over last there either against San Francisco last year. Times against San Francisco last year. Derek Carr making that fucking throw. That's an elite throw. Elite of elite. The the Aaron Rodgers is possibly the only on human purpose. that can make that fucking throw. Uh, to be honest, Derek Carr is probably not the guy to make that throw. Okay, so uh, I want to be clear on that. Um, so, 
I don't know. I like Dan. I'm not saying he's wrong in anything he's saying. I, I think he's finally realizing and he's jumping on the JB bandwagon that Derek Carr is shitty. Because last year on ESPN, they all said Derek Carr is good. Now, all of a sudden, he's shitty. It's crazy how I'm always ahead of these fucking media people. Why am I always calling it out years ahead? And why am I always getting bashed because I come out and say it? And then years later, ESPN comes out and says it. And now they're anointed as the greatest. <laughs> receipts homie i can go back and look at what i say why can't we go back and look what espn says about Derek Carr? why can't we go back and look at what fucking espn says about these quarterbacks like carson wentz because dan orlowski was a huge carson wentz guy and i would love to ask him that question on here uh not as a not as an asshole i'm just really asking him i want to know when he got off that bandwagon I, sometime last year on pat McAfee's show he got off that carson wentz bandwagon but i've been off it I was never on it. I was never on it. And I broke him down years ago saying he was shitty. And uh, very interesting, man. But what do I know, right? What the fuck do I know? Um, I don't know. I don't know shit, apparently. Fuck. What do I know? What do I know? This segment is brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadaDipCBD.com, use the promo code CoachJB, and get you 20% off. Um, I want to break down this NFL power rankings. They had the Eagles at one, Dolphins at two, Bills at three, Ravens at four, Chiefs at five. Um, hey, Mac, is there any way to put that up like a video? Um, all right, I'm going to wait. We're going to wait till Mac gets that figured out. Uh Man, we got a legit team. Mac runs the YouTube or runs the show now from the from the from the depths of this hurricane. Shout out to Steve Mac uh, out there in Florida. Um, he's gonna get this up. I'm gonna bring up my the power ratings. I'm gonna compare them to mine. I'm gonna compare them for mine. Um, What quarterback should the Raiders go after in the draft or the trade uh, or via trade? So here's my here's my truth deal on this. All right, I like Cooper Rush. I I, I, I do like Cooper Rush. Here we go. Here we go. Look at that JV graphic and the whole fucking nine. Steve, I think the JV logo is in the drive. By the way, too, that he gave he sent you. So check it out. See if it is. He told me he did last night. Um. I said yesterday that the Eagles were one. I had the Dolphins at two. I had the Bills at three. I had the Vikings at four. And I had the Packers at five. That was my top five power rankings from yesterday. So very similar here. I don't have the Chiefs or the Ravens in there. Chiefs just lost. Packers just won. So I would swap those. Um, The Ravens, I could see them in there. But I got the Ravens actually as my number six. I got the Rams at... I mean, I got the Bucks at 7, the Rams at 8, and I got the Chiefs at 9. That's mine if I were just looking at it. And I would put the Broncos actually at 10, even though they're struggling. They're 2-1, and one, and they have this, I think they have the second-best defense in the NFL as far as giving up points. As far as giving up points. The best defense, by the way, is the Bucks. They've only given up 27 points. It's crazy that I said that on Whitlock's show the other day. Some fucker was like, the Bucks aren't the best defense. The Bills are. Okay, well, the last time I checked, we, we defined defense by giving up points. And the Bucks have allowed 27 points. The Bills have allowed 38 points. 
I ain't no fucking math major, but I know I'm a motherfucking hustler. So, uh, the last time I checked, the lower point team has the best defense, okay? You can fucking miss me with all the bullshit. Well, for Coach, the Bills on third down get off the field more than the... Yeah, so what? The fucking points matter, dumb fuck. And um, so that's where we are with that. I got the Eagles at number one, Dolphins at two, Bills at three. We're the same on that. But I have actually the Vikings at four. I don't know how the Vikings are at nine. They came back and beat the Lions, who, I'm just telling you right now, the Lions are not an easy win anymore, if you haven't noticed. Now, the Lions have the fucking second-to-worst defense in the NFL, but they are not an easy win. They score points. The Lions have actually scored the most points in the NFL, by the way. they just given up the most. <laughs> um, and God damn it, I'm actually upset because I liked Aaron Glenn on Hard Knocks. I'm an Aaron Glenn fan, but he is absolutely horrible on defense as, calling, as a play caller. He's a defensive coordinator. Uh, he's an offensive coordinator's Viagra. <laughs> he's making the offense dick hard. So Aaron Glenn is making offenses dick hard when they go into the to the Lions field because I'm just telling you their defense has more holes in it than motherfucking porn star pussy. And I just don't understand it. I don't understand um, how it is so fucking. Uh, like god damn dog it is crazy isaac lord said aaron glenn is not that intelligent <laughs> isaac lord's dog just be dropping shit don't he isaac have you kicked it with him do you know him you grew up with him motherfucker knows aaron glenn huh this motherfucker know everybody he knows everyone it's fucking crazy um Um, you know, Jeffy Ames, Jeffy, is that Jeff? Remember Jeffy from, uh, what was that movie with, uh, Jackass, the Jackass cat, man? What's that movie called? Ringers? Have you guys seen Ringers? Can you imagine a movie called Ringers coming out now in this world? Have you remember the movie Ringers? Can you imagine the Ringers showing up now? You think you know how fast it would be canceled? Do you know how fucking fast you would be canceled if you came out with the Ringers movie right now in this world? Jeffy, Jeffy, is that you, Jeffy? Motherfucker, you better become a member before I think that's your ass. Um, here's some interesting ones with this NFL power ranking up here. Okay. The Cardinals, in my opinion, should be number 31. The Raiders should be number 32. The Jets should be number 30. And I think that the... Bears should be in the top 20. How are the Bears ranked below the Lions? You got a, t a, t a team that is two and one with the worst quarterback play in the NFL. All right, let's play a game. Let's play a game. All right, we'll play a game. Let's get rid of these rankings. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play a game with you guys real quick. All right, here we go. Play a game. I'm just gonna ad lib this thing and play this game. All right. 
Chicago Bears. Are they better with Cooper Rush or worse than Cooper Rush? Go ahead. Give me your give me your answers. I'm waiting to hear. I want to hear. Are the Bears better with Cooper Rush or worse? And I don't want to hear. I'm only going to talk about teams that have no franchise quarterback. It doesn't matter. Is Cooper Rush better than Justin Fields? And is he better for that roster? Unequivocally, yes. By far. Cooper Rush to the Bears is a better fit than Justin Fields. Okay, let's keep playing. Seattle Seahawks. Are they better with Cooper Rush or Geno Smith? Better. They are unequivocally, no doubt, better with Cooper Rush on the Seattle Seahawks. Two for two. Houston Texans. Better. Cooper Rush, Davis Mills. This is a hard one for me. I would actually keep... Um, I would actually keep Davis Mills. He's young. He's got an upside. He's uh, very, very talented in my opinion. I think Davis Mills has a long future in this business. I keep Mills only for that reason. Only for that reason. And he played last year, all year, on a shitty team. And now he learned and understands what it takes. I would keep Mills on that roster over Cooper Rush, but it is still a it's still a tight uh, tight one for me. Um, so Pittsburgh Steelers better with Cooper Rush or Trubisky? Better Cooper Rush to the Steelers is a without doubt better. Without doubt is better. So. Rush to the Steelers makes more sense. All right. Um, I agree, Vin. Texans are playing better this year. And I like Davis Mills. I think Davis Mills has a chance. Um, Here's this Derek Mosert slapdick again. The Texans aren't drafting Bryce Young. Shut the fuck up. You sound like a fucking idiot. Stop talking. You talk a lot in this chat, and you aren't even a member yet. You sound like fucking Isaac Lords. You know the difference? Isaac Lords is a member. You're not. So become a member or shut the fuck up until daddy speaks to you, motherfucker. Because you say some stupid-ass shit. Derek Mozart, shut the fuck up. Now, having said that, you got about two minutes to become a fucking member. You're on the ticker, motherfucker. You're on the draft's ticker. So figure out, become a member, or get the fuck blocked. And then go make fake accounts all day because you're a troll. <laughs> all right, here we go. Baker Mayfield is not better than Davis Mills. Shut the fuck up, Zay Overton. You know better than that, Zay Overton. You better become a member, too. You say any stupid shit like that in this chat about fucking Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's fucking horrible. He's right there with Carson Wentz. They're both fucking horrible. Derek Carr, horrible. Kylie, Kyrie Mur- Kylie Murray, horrible. 
Motherfuckers, Kylie Murray. Kylie Murray. <laughs> um, Steelers, Cooper Rush, better. Keep playing the game. Man, I got an interesting one, dog. I got an interesting one. Based on their age being roughly the same. Mac Jones, Cooper Rush. Very interesting one. Mac Jones, Cooper Rush. New England better with Cooper Rush? Or do you stick it out with Mac Jones, who's very, very limited skill set wise? Cooper Rush is a better athlete. He's not dynamic. He's not Justin Fields, Dak, Lamar. We know that. But do you stay with Mac or do you go with Cooper Rush? All right, here's one. Daniel Jones or Cooper Rush? You know, I'm a Daniel Jones guy. I think Daniel Jones is dynamic athletically. He can play. He can make all the throws. He clearly demonstrated that on Monday. But he does not have any O-line. He does not have any receivers. You can't really judge a motherfucker. Did you guys judge Trevor Lawrence last year? Oh, man, Trevor Lawrence is shitty. Yeah, he was on the worst fucking franchise in all of NFL. (laughs) What does he look like this year? Trevor Lawrence looks better than Justin Herbert this year. How about that shit? Jimmy G, 49ers, Cooper Rush. Who do you roll with? I wouldn't mind taking Cooper Rush because of his youth. Jimmy G's on the older side. I take Cooper Rush and build it up and from there. Trey Lance is not the answer longevity-wise. So, Vin, I like you. You should become a member, man, because you say smart things, unlike some of these other dumb fucks in here. Um... Rush is the same age as Jimmy G. Well, it's not the same. It's not the same um, playing age because Cooper Rush hasn't fucking played. There's no way. There's no way they're the same age. How long has Cooper Rush been in the NFL? Um, I would love to find that out. I did not know that. Um, I don't even believe that, but we'll fucking see. All right. Keep playing this game. Cooper Rush to the Atlanta Falcons. I take Cooper Rush right now. Mariota's not an NFL starter. Um, So, Cooper Rush is not an NFL. I I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mariota is an NFL backup. You run Wildcat with. You do certain things. He's not an NFL sustainable starter. Um, he doesn't have the skill set. If he was like Lamar Jackson or something, then obviously he can sustain and play longer because of his athletic ability. He's just very similar. He is actually the poor man's Lamar Jackson. Mariota is. And I like Mariota. He's just not the guy. He is not the guy. So I would take Cooper Rush in Atlanta. I would take Cooper Rush in Atlanta. Um, Kenny Pickett's not the guy either, dog. Let's be clear. Kenny Pickett is not the guy. So I don't know if you why you guys are so hung up on Kenny fucking Pickett. Just because he went to Pittsburgh and he's in Pittsburgh doesn't mean he's the fucking guy. He's not the guy, okay? I've watched him play. He's not going to be the guy in the NFL. So miss me with that shit. Um, man, right now I'm going to stay with Tua, obviously. Tua looks good this year under a new regime. But we're going to see if it's sustainable as well. I'll see if Tua can can continue to do this. I'm not sold on Tua yet. Even though we're in week three, 
I am not sold on him. I think he has better weapons than everybody else. He's still underthrowing them motherfuckers. I'm still not sold on little, little things I'm watching as a quarterback guy. So, um, so I'm just telling you, I don't, I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to keep to it right now. But listen, this is the thing. I'm not a t- Cooper Rush fucking fan like that. Okay. I want to make sure we're clear. I don't believe Cooper Rush is a five-year NFL starter in this league, okay? I don't think Cooper Rush is that guy. So I'm going to be clear with what I'm telling you here. What I'm saying is I think Cooper Rush can play for these teams now. I'm not saying Cooper Rush is a five-year NFL starter. I don't believe he's that talented. I believe he's efficient. I believe he's coachable. I believe he wants to be there. I believe that he's fucking got the it factor. He's got nuts and guts. He's got poise. And he does what is asked of him and not too much. If Dak would play that way, he could be a top 10 quarterback because of his talents. But he doesn't. He doesn't play that way. If Kylie Murray could play that way, he would still be a midget. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, William Brown, appreciate you, man. My brother's name was William Brown. He passed away, by the way. Uh, but that's his name. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Uh, $1.99 a month, you get to call in. I have real conversations. I have real guests on. I had Clint Sterner on yesterday uh, morning. We talked all things uh, football. But... If Cooper Rush were to leave the Cowboys right now, who could he start for? We've already said, we've already said the Steelers. We've already said the Falcons. We already said I would take them with the Niners. We already said um, a, a multitude of other teams. Let's get to a few other teams. Do you take Cooper Rush right now in Las Vegas over Derek Carr? Do you take him right now over Derek Carr? <sighs> ah, man, you know me, dog. I'm not a Derek Carr guy. You know, I think he's horrible. We've already broke him down. Um, we, we, we've, broken, we've broken him down already with Dan Orlovsky sitting here. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've shown the inefficiencies and the ineptitude of Derek Carr. It's crazy how the mainstream media can now point it out, but I've been fucking saying it for three years. Um, we know he's not very good. Um, but do you take Cooper Rush right now? Um, very interesting. Um, yeah, it is, it is tough. Carr is not very good, man. Carr is a very shitty quarterback in this NFL league. And the Raiders have a very good roster. Okay, very good roster. Um, go to a desktop, Doug Williamson, and hit join on my channel. I mean, that's really it. I, I don't know. We have 400 members. They all figured it out. So I, I don't know how to do it. I'm t- to be honest, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to become a member. You have to go on a, on a, on a website. Um, or hit Google, dog. Google. You know, if you go to fucking Google, Google shows you a lot of shit in this world. I don't know if you know that. Google is a hell of a drug, dog. Google is a fucking hell of a drug. By the way, 
If I told you to figure it out and I will give you $1 million, would you fucking figure it out? I think you would fucking figure it out. How fucking lazy and enabled are we? I'm just being honest. We have the most lazy and enabled motherfuckers ever, ever in this earth, on this earth during this time right now. Just telling you. It is easier, Doug Williamson. Fucking 400 people figured it out. I don't understand how you motherfuckers all want shit handed to you, dog. Hey, dog, you got to pay to play. Nothing is cheap. Nothing's easy. Nothing's free. That's worth the shit in life, period. So if you don't think it's worth it, you don't pay. But if you do, then you figure it out. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, but I'm a, I live in a results-oriented world. I don't live in a fucking handout world. That's why motherfuckers are still in our Amazon packages in the front yard. That's why if I see one of these motherfuckers, I'm going to pick his bitch ass off or I'm going to let my four pit bulls outside. <laughs> so it is what it is. But we're so fucking enabled and lazy, we want to fucking steal people's mail now. Because we won't figure it out. We won't fucking figure out how to go earn an income or a living. We want a fucking handout. Hey, man, can you walk me through it? So listen, Williamson, let me break this down. I'm going to stop my fucking show to explain to you how to become a member. And you think that is okay. (laughs) Holy fuck, homie. That is really, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. To help you become a fucking member. That is what you motherfuckers expect in this world now. That is real shit. Hey, hold on, dog. Let me stop my shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down this film, by the way. Hold on, let me break this film down. Okay, Derek Carr, uh fucking boom. Um uh, oh shit, hold up. Williamson, you need to learn how to become a member? Hold up, dog. So listen, let's pull up internet. We're going to go over to YouTube. I'm going to stop my show. Don't worry about Dan Orlovsky. Fuck him. Even if he was on live, I'm going to stop the interview with the fucking guest to come over here and help you become a fucking member. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop this, and I'm going to help you become a member because you can't figure it out. And let me ask you something. Does your girl wipe your ass too when you shit, motherfucker? Like, holy fuck. God damn. Can we fucking teach our youth to be better? Do, do, do you need me to wipe your ass too, motherfucker? I wiped my dad's ass as he was passing away as he had cancer. I used to give him a shower and wipe his ass. Do I need to wipe your fucking ass? Holy fuck, man. I'm going to make this clip go viral for all you fucking enabled fucking cowardly cunts who will not get your fingernails dirty and figure out something for yourself. I'm going to make this clip for that, and then I'm going to fucking put it out there on Twitter and everything else so that we can be better. Fuck it. I'm going to stop everything I do to make sure that you become a member. (laughs) Hey, Vin. You said a very intelligent things to in this clip. You've been very, very intelligent with your speaking. You've been very intelligent with what you've said. You've said some very nice things. I appreciate you. You just said an Isaac Lords type of thing. <laughs> you just said Arkansas is going to beat Alabama this week. Now, if that's your pick of the week and you want to bet on it, fuck it. Drop the nuts. Let them hang, homie. I feel you. 
I say some shit. You know, I say some shit on Pat McAfee's show last year. I said Indiana was going to beat Cincinnati, and they fucking should have. But that isn't even outlandish as this fucking Arkansas beating fucking Alabama. There's no fucking way. Alabama's getting ready to play A&M and beat A&M by 50 on some get-back shit. And they are going to absolutely be focused for the next few weeks. And they are going to steamroll. They're going to steamroll fucking Arkansas and everyone in their way. And A&M is next. And uh, Jimbo Fisher, the $10 million motherfucker with $40 million booster money and fucking paying people to come in there and beat that ass like Appalachian State is going to be on the fucking hot seat after they get beat by 50 by Alabama. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, Yes, sir, William Brown. Yes, sir. You got to do it. You got a great last name. You got a great first name. William Brown, man. Shit. Um, Much love to you. Um, Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to Coach JB's store if you want to get some free merch or you want to get some merch. You can buy some merch. Plus, I do give away giveaways here once you become a member. So head on over to CoachJBStore.com. We got some fire shit over there right now on the website, by the way. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, We got some good shit right here. We got the slapdick whiskey, of course. And we got all this gear. You can get you a a bikini signed by the great Sarah Blake. You can also get a poster signed by me and my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. You can also get that book signed by me. Plus, I got the COVID D's Nuts mask. So you know you like that, COVID D's Nuts. Uh, And then you can get a choke fuck shirt, by the way. A lot of you guys need a choke fuck shirt. And uh, I, I truly believe you guys need a coach fucked shirt. But I got the slap dick you. I got it's a great day to have a great day. We got all kind of merch. We got that fire ass slap hoodie uh, with the LA logo. And you could even get you some pussy panties. So if any of you can't figure out how to become a member, I'll buy you these fucking panties. And you could get those at a very, very low cost of choke fucked. Get choke fucked, motherfucker. You can't be. Um, any more of the bully sweaters? Yeah, I believe there is. I believe there is. Um, there's a, there's a, there's anything. They they make it to order, so you can order whatever you want. Um, Clay Matthews announces retirement. Miles Garrett crashes on a wet surface. I don't know how his car became that fucked up if he was just driving twenty miles an hour. I'm very interested to see that. Very interested to see that. Um, twenty miles an hour. Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if Rutgers is that bad. They 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 gave Michigan all they could handle, right? Um, I mean, no, I'm sorry. That was that was Maryland, right? That was Maryland. Uh, Rutgers is bad. I don't know why they got. Uh, man, I tripped Rutgers out of out of out of high school. I took a visit there, Piscataway, New Jersey. I took a trip there, and uh, I mean, I could see why they're not good. But also, they're in a conference, dog. They're never going to win in. They're, they're in a conference. They're never going to out-recruit anyone in. And James Franklin's a good friend of mine, man. I like James. But at the end of the day, you're in a very, very, you're in a toxic place. Bill O'Brien took the place over after Paterno, after the debacle, takes that place over. And then 
everyone thinks Penn State's back, and they think Penn State's the Penn State of old. No, they're not. Penn State is not back. They're not the Penn State of old. And, um, you know, I don't know. That's just me. I'm not a, I'm, I don't think Penn State can come back like that. I don't think they can come back like that. But we've already broke down the turf debate. We've broke down the turf thing. Uh, we've, we've talked about Cooper Rush. Um, we've talked about my early candidacies for, we haven't talked about it, but I want to bring it up. My early candidacies for the coach of the year in the NFL. All right. Coach of the year in the NFL right now. Give me your top five NFL coaches of the year candidates. Who are they right now? Here's mine. I'm going to go with, oh boy, the weirdo fuck in Miami. Got to go with him, right? Got to go with him. Uh, 3-0, and he's gotten Tua to look better. Even after he bangs his head, it's fully concussed, but we're going to say it's a back injury. So, hey, shout out to him. Kenyatta, much love for being a member. Um, Kenyatta figured out how to be a member, dog. Williamson, how about that? Figure that out. Um, Dolphins head coach. I'm going to go with Sirianni, the Eagles. The Eagles head coach, 3-0, and done a great job. <clears throat> I'm also going to go with Doug Peterson right now as my favorite as coach of the year on what they're doing. Doug Peterson with the Jags not only has improved the defense as an offensive-minded coach, he has... Trevor Lawrence playing at an all-time rate so far in year two. And they look like an NFL franchise again. Obviously, blanking the Colts, beating the shit out of the fucking Chargers. They are a team that looks like they are on a successful path. And I said it before the year. Peterson is the perfect fit for Trevor Lawrence. He's the perfect fit for that franchise. And I can't give Dan Campbell consideration because you watched him on Hard Knocks and you like how he is. That's not, that's not truth. That's not reality. Reality is they have the worst defense in the NFL. They score points but give up more. And they are one and two. So we can't give him the coach of the year candidacy. Okay? Sorry. I would put Stefanski in there <clears throat> with Brissett and what they're going through. I would put him in there, okay? Um, this is what you guys don't look at and understand. Um, Sean McVay, okay, he's been to two Super Bowls, 1-1. It is very, very hard to continue to be good year in, year out in the NFL. They got blown out week one. They they bounced back and struggled against Atlanta. They got they looked a lot better versus Arizona, which is and if you look at it, it's basically week three of the preseason. And this is what they do. Stafford didn't play. Cooper Krupp didn't play. They didn't really play offensive starters. So having said that, McVeigh's gotta be in consideration. Because a lot of people don't talk about a lot of people don't talk about that. Um, hey, I do understand Doug Williamson. I understand he has changed the culture. I get it. I get it. 
But we are in such an acceptance. We are so accepting of mediocrity. It, it blows my mind. So Williamson's talking about the, the culture's been changed. Cool. So good. But the wins haven't equated. <laughs> the wins aren't showing up. So see, when I took over Independence Community College, the worst junior college in America, I built a weight room, locker rooms, created a culture. I changed it. I got a bunch of people to help me out. I got NFL players of mine that donated. We built a weight room, a staff room. We built coaches' offices. The culture changed. We went six and five, year one. All right? They've won three games in 10 years. We go six and five, year one, put in a bunch of new facilities, Rewrapped everything, changed the mantra, changed the ideology, changed the goals, changed the motto. That's a culture, but wins came with it. Okay, year two, we won the whole thing. Year two, we win the whole thing. The culture's been changed, it's set, we've won it all. Now, results equal the culture. Talking about you guys. The Lions' culture may have changed, but until you win in the NFL, dog, it doesn't fucking matter. He's going to be fired, and they're going to be redoing a culture. You have to win when you change the culture. You have to win when you change the culture. You cannot just change the culture and lose because nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. So, I'm just going to throw that out there. I just want to make sure you understand that. I just want to make sure you understand that. I like what he's doing. I like what he's doing. I like their staff. I thought Aaron Glenn would be better. Aaron Glenn is clearly... Let me, let me be honest with you guys. I'm going to be honest, dude. I would never hire a back row guy to be my DC ever again. Ever again. I would never hire a secondary coach to coordinate my defense ever again. I wouldn't do it. Because they don't know the front. They don't know the box. They don't know D-line and linebacker fits according to the secondary rotation. So you can't, you have to marry in the secondary with your backers and front based on the hash, the strength of the field, the three and the shade, the techniques. You have to understand that. And until you do, you can't coordinate. Aaron Glenn is a secondary player at a high level. Played corner, safety in the NFL for a long time. Jets, Miami, all these different places. He is getting absolutely torched on defense. Because, in my opinion, watching it, his fucking secondary rotation doesn't fit the box. So, for instance, if you make a... Let me, let me show you. I'll show you on the board real quick. All right? I'll show you on the board real quick. Let me show you on the board real quick. Let me get this figured out.
All right, you can see me. All right, watch this real quick. Can you see this? All right, here we go. I'm going to show you something real quick. All right. Here's a basic defense, all right? I want to break something down for you real quick, all right? If we were to run this game, and he, he comes, all right? He comes, okay? I want to make sure you're clear on this shit right here. He comes, okay? He drops, okay? He's man. He's man. Okay? Now, we have to take him and man, him and man. Okay? Now, we hand the football off. Okay? So this is what we do. We block him. 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 All we do is get, get a gap over. We hand this football off. Touchdown! Because we don't fit it with the secondary based on what we're doing here. Now let me change it and fix it. So you can see this. Now I'll put it as smaller here, okay? I'll put it smaller. But what do I know, right? So here we go again, okay? We got this fucking rover coming out the edge. We got this free safety. There's the receiver. We're going to blitz him. So this is what we do now, okay? Here's the linebacker. So see on this one up here, we, we slanted the end to stay sound, so we brought the rover inside. We'll slant the end again, keep it sound, okay? The difference is, okay, the difference is, we're going to take this here and this here and this here. So now we're a hat short, and we have a B-gap fitter. So now we take that and we have to take this now. And now we have to take that. And now we can't get all these guys blocked in the same manner as we did here. Now the running back now has to see color and jump cut some shit. And guess who hits him in the mouth? The strong safety. See, we're not gap sound. And that's why these corner coaches, DB coaches, are not very good translating defensive secondary to the box. That is just what's happening in Detroit. So, I want you to understand that is what's happening with secondary coaches. They are not um, they are not transitioning from DB play to um the box and we're we're losing gap integrity when we're rotating secondary players and that is what's happening and that's what you see with Aaron Glenn if you watch the Lions and I'm going to break them down this week uh, when they play but you know culture is fine and dandy dog you better fucking win
and they have the worst defense in football. Defense travels. Defense travels. Run game travels. So, I'm sure they do say shit, but it doesn't matter. I mean, what are they going to say? What's the secondary coach going to say? I mean, what's the linebacker coach going to say? What's the D-line coach going to say? I mean, the coordinator's still making the plays. The, 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 the install book, the playbook, and the weekly installs have been set for months. So that is what you are living with. You can't go back now and change every install and put in a whole completely new defense, dog, in the middle of an NFL season. You are living with that. Made your bed. Uh, you you got to sleep in the, in, the bed, in the bed you made. So, hey, dog, that is what you got right now. Sorry. That is the truth. So, I don't believe Dion's a very good coach, no. Because I know per- I know real things, but he's a he's a guy that people want to play for. He's a motivator, and I like what he's doing. That doesn't mean he's a good coach. But I'm racist now. <laughs> Holy fuck! I love the people that think I'm racist. I love that shit. Yeah, I'm from Compton. I don't. I know about one white person, and uh, I think anyone that knows me laughs at that shit. So I laugh at it too. I call white people shitty, too. <laughs> um, by the way, Frank Beamer's son is absolutely fucking horrible. He's white. <laughs> He's fucking horrible. Make sure you guys uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, if you aren't a member, it's $1.99. Figure that shit out. Um Chevy Farley, if you think Mike Tomlin should be fired, you are a mockery and a joke of a human being. You are ignorant, and ignorance is life-threatening. Mike Tomlin is a top three NFL coach in football. I think he's one of the best. I think he does more with less. I think he's won more Super Bowls than 99% of the coaches in the league, and I don't know where else you want me to keep going. (laughs) Are you shitting me? Did you see what he did with Antonio Brown's bipolar crazy fucking ass? Did you ever hear of a problem with with Antonio Brown as long as he was underneath Mike Tomlin? And it's funny that when he left Mike Tomlin, what happened? Did Antonio Brown become the worst fucking human in the NFL? <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. I'm just saying. Sooner in Texas. What up? What up? What up? I appreciate you, brother. Oh, man, I'm just being myself on Fearless. I just, hey, I'm being myself, you know. I got to tell Jason sometimes, quit trying to put me in a trick bag, but, you know, I'm too smart, and I'm a hustler, dog. I ain't never going to get caught up like that. But, you know, I like Jason. He's cool. We had our little beef in the beginning. Um, I'm not, you know, Jason's a little far this way for me, but it is what it is. I think he's good. I just talk football, dog. I I say out of the politics and shit, that ain't my business. Uh, I don't do politics. I'm a middle down the pipe thinking motherfucker. I'm an independent thinking motherfucker. I'm not red. I'm not blue. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not Trump and I'm not Biden. <laughs> I'm fucking JB and tell the truth to these motherfuckers. A lot of cats can't handle that shit. We need more independent thinkers. I'm just throwing it out there. We need more independent fucking thinkers. 
Hit the like button, man. Subscribe. Become a member. I appreciate you guys. 175 people in here. Yesterday, we had 500 people in here. Wednesdays and mornings is a little slow for some reason. Uh, plus, it's the content. You know, we're just going through some things today. It's a little mediocre day. Uh, later on, 1 o'clock, Matt McChesney joins the show uh, on the Coach JB show at 1 p.m. Pacific. So, all you guys coming over from Jason Whitlock, I appreciate you. But you understand, I do do two shows a day. I do the morning show, the wake-up show, where we talk strictly football for the most part, NFL-specific. And then at 1 o'clock, me and Sarah Blake, um, God willing, she's not getting... Um, too damaged in the tornado or in the hurricane in Florida. She joins. She's our co-host on the show, and we have guests and we talk real banter plus sports. So today, one to four p.m. Uh, right here live on this channel, we'll be back um, for the Coach JB show. So, um, so I appreciate everybody joining us. Um, how bad is the hurricane right now? Um, and, and by the way, today, Hector, are you doing the show? Hector comes off, uh, he comes on the show and does all things betting right after this show. Uh, follow that um, right, out, right over at the uh, Stat Lab um, on YouTube. Um, Capo, who's, who's, uh, who helps me out with the betting aspect, he also has a show underneath Coach JB's show network. He does all things betting. So if you guys want to get some real deal in-depth betting t- knowledge, go watch his show immediately right after mine. So he will be in, um, he will be doing his betting show right after this show. So make sure you guys follow him. Um, Hector, put it in the chat. What is the uh, YouTube uh, link? Um, throw it in the chat and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share it again. Um, <laughs> scared money don't make money though. That's the real and that's what Hector's going to make you do. He's going to get you some money. Scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make no money. Money, money. Friday, Brandon Lang will be joining us to talk all things betting. He's had some injury, uh, surgery issues going on. He'll be joining us Friday. We'll be talking about. Um, we can't. We'll, we'll be talking about that. Um, Yeah, hey, I know, Joe. I mean, we get we get we get bad, bad events that happen all the time. We'll, we'll persevere and get through it like we always do. Just hope the casualties are low, the damage is minimal. But this is things we go through. We've had been there before. We've been there before. I'm sure we've had worse, and I'm sure we'll have worse in the future. So, breaking news. Monahan, PGA Tour commissioner, has said again, once again, unequivocally, no live and PGA collaboration. No live and collaboration. So I know I asked, Joe, what are, you, what are you talking about? That's why I asked. I'm just saying. We've seen it before. I'm sure you've seen it before. That's all my point is. Uh, I just hope everyone's Okay. But I know we'll see worse, and uh, we'll get through it. That's what I, my point is. So let's not get all too rattled. Let's be calm and collective. We'll be all right. Let's get through this, motherfucker. And then everyone moves to California. Because <laughs> there ain't shit happening here. It's fucking 80 already. There's not a fucking cloud in the sky. And the Rams and Chargers are practicing in the greatest weather in America. Just throwing that out there. 
But I love my Floridians. Hopefully, you guys are all okay. Um, get through it. Go go hunker down, as they would say in Kansas. Hunker down, as they would say in Joe's neck of the woods, Oklahoma. Hunker down. Um, yes, live golf is legit. My boy Pat Perez has made about $4 million in three sessions. Can't be too fucking... I would say that's pretty legit. Um. Oh man, Jeffy says Cali's horrible. Well, because you can't afford it, Jeffy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you can't afford it. (laughs) Yeah, Texas is better. (laughs) It's 180 in the summer, humid. Hurricanes there too. Plus, you get an occasional tornado. Plus, you got the border that just is unbelievably crossing coming on in. At least we got Tijuana. We can go fucking go to a bar and fuck. Go see a titty bar and be in TJ and eat good tacos right across the border of San Diego. And if they come across there, fuck it. So be it. They're probably the homies anyway. That's what California is. <laughs> um, but... I think our beaches are better. I think our weather is better. I think we got mountains. I think we got a lot more. But that's just me. But again, I love Texas. I would move to Houston. I like Houston. Um, But it's not fucking California. Are you fucking shitting me? Um, Oh, L.A. has the best food. We all know that. If you don't know that, then you're fucking not very smart. Um, Yeah, Texas is cheaper living. No shit. Everywhere is cheaper living. Because it's cheaper because you don't want to be there. (laughs) Uh, Zach Jones just said that beaches are better in North Carolina than California. You got to be shitting me. You got to be fucking shitting me. Did you just say North Carolina beaches that get ravished by hurricanes are better than California? (laughs) Did you just say that fucking cloudy, muddy-looking water is better than California? Holy shit. That is unbelievable. Um, That is very funny. You're a very funny person. Um... Hey, man, we're going to get ready for the 1 o'clock show. Um, yeah, Matt, has to be a joke, dog. Some of the some of the shit people say in here just to talk is funny. You guys better become members, dog. Like I said, we become all members only next week. So become members only. Um, I mean, become a member. $1.99, dog. You don't even know you fucking buy it. You're going to Starbucks right now anyway and go spend 20 fucking dollars on a fucking latte. So stop playing. You do that every day. So join me again today, 1 o'clock. Matt McChesney joins us. All things real. Sarah hopefully will. We're going to get this thing going. We're going to have a uh, great show today. We got Pac-Man Jones joining us tomorrow. We got Marcellus Wiley joining us Friday. And hopefully Dan Orlovsky will be as well. So we have a great lineup for the rest of the week joining us. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Tell everybody about us. Share it on your stories. Share it on Twitter. Do it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We fuck it all. I'll see you guys at 1 o'clock p.m. 
Appreciate you joining on in here in the morning with me. I got to go shopping and look at some fucking humans. I don't get fucking Uber Eats, motherfucker. That's why you're all 600-pound life fucking guys. Go out and walk around and go fucking into the store. Look at some females. Look at some men if you're a female. (laughs) And don't fucking sit here waiting for Uber Eats to deliver to your fat self house. Get your fucking ass out and go fucking walk the place. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. The Coach JB Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JB Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.